Good evening. Good evening. Oh, man, good to see everybody here tonight. I love coming up here. Maya, Hill, please. Maya, Maya, it's time. Come on, it's time. Yeah, come on, here we go. All right, good girl, come on. All right, what's the number one rule? Are you coming? Come on, let's go, it's time. Maya, Hill, please. What's the number one rule when you take your dog in public? What is it? Yeah, always keep them on a leash, right? And Maya, Maya, over here, please. Thank you, Maya. Uh, this is Maya. Can you give a round of applause? See it, please. You know, Maya is, uh, she wants to go where I want to go. She wants to be, uh, to do what I want her to do. She wants to be what I want her to be most of the time. And uh, to the point where she even carries her own leash for her. You know, and it's really a good application right there. That's all, it ought to be the way we are with Christ. He, he, he doesn't, listen, I wasn't yanking her in here, right? I wasn't hanging on. How many of y'all have a dog when as soon as you open up the door, it takes off. You're trying to hold it in before you open it up, right? Most of us have had that dog, right? Or have those dogs. And, uh, but we ought to be like Maya is with me right beside the Lord. He, he doesn't have us on a leash. He doesn't want to yank us around. He doesn't want us getting ahead of him and pulling him all over the place. And so it's a really good application for that. Maya, sit, please. So I am so thankful to be here tonight. I am grateful. Brother Trent, thank you so much for having me. Longtime friend of Pastor Trent. And there's so many other names here and people that I've seen. It's uh, sometimes like a homecoming being able to see some of you men and some of you lim- women. And, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I am not a professional dog trainer. I never claim to be. Uh, I am a professional uh, try to give the dogs a treat so they'll do what I want them to do kind of guy. All right. Uh, I do pastor Victory Baptist Church in Loganville, Georgia. My wife and I celebrated our 28th wedding anniversary yesterday. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, congratulations to her, right? And uh, we have six children. Uh, some of you know my kids. My oldest one's 23. My youngest one's 13. We have three boys and three girls. And two of them got married this year, one in March and one in April or one in May. We're right back to back. And uh, uh, it's, it's kind of, like when you have them all together like that, they leave all together pretty quick too. And so uh, I don't like that part about it. But um, I, I am a duck hunter. I love to duck hunt. I love to deer hunt, I like to any kind of hunt, quail hunt, whatever. And uh and uh, I've been training my dogs for a few years, and uh, a couple years ago, the Lord put on my heart to use my dogs for more than just hunting with, and, uh, and I began to pray about what that could be, and uh, here I am, uh, a ministry called Send Me Dog Ministries, and uh, so uh, the Lord gave me a verse, Isaiah 6, 8, and, and uh, he's talking to the prophet, and he, he asked them, you know, who will, whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And what was the answer the prophet said? Then he said, here am I, send me. And whenever I tell my dogs to go do something, I'm having to go pick up a bird or a duck or a bumper or whatever, I'm sending them. And so uh, that's the why I have the name of Send Me Dog Ministries. And really it's opened up some opportunities. Uh, I do a lot of school chapels and uh, wild game fellowships, beast feasts, those types of things, men's meetings, uh, FCA huddles. Uh, just a lot of different things I've had the opportunity to do. And God's really opened up some opportunities there. So to be able to come up here amongst friends uh, is going to be fun. And this is the very first time that I've ever had uh, the pups uh, up here in, uh, in this confined of a setting. And uh, I've done football fields and gyms and things like that. And so we'll see how it goes. They've only been uh, with me. I've only been working with them for, I guess this is maybe the fourth or fifth time they've actually came with me up to a meeting and so y'all are going to forgive me if they really don't do good, aren't you? All right. It's kind of like kids, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, when they go out in public, they do pretty good, you know. Other times you're like, 
you know, take them to the cart and just knock them out real quick, you know, and tell them they're sleeping in the van, you know. You've never done that before, Brother Shannon. I know uh, you have. But uh, that's where we're at, and so that's why we're here today. Uh, these are missionary dogs. Now, this is a missionary church, and uh, we're to go out and to find the things that are lost, and most, most importantly, talking about souls. And uh, so it is a privilege to do this. Uh, I, I still pastor full-time. I, I told you we got married, and uh, 28 years ago, we went on a honeymoon. The week later, we Started, I started the church there at Victory, and so I've been there for 28 years. This, this yesterday or today, I've been at Victory, and so I'm still pastoring that, still running and gunning and full-time doing that, but this is something that I, that I love to do. I love to work with the dogs, but I love the opportunity to open up. I mean, kids... Senior adults, I mean, everybody loves dogs. They won't come hear me preach, but they'll come <laughs> watch a dog, you know. And so hey, that kind of works for me. So I wanted to share just a few things tonight using the dogs and uh, some illustrations on how in their relationship with me as their master and how it ought to be with us and Christ as our master and some of the, the, the roles there that we have and some of the relationships that we have and how important uh, that is. And so uh, this, I'll introduce you to the pups right now. This is Moxie. And she's got it. Let me tell you about it. Uh, she is full of Moxie. And uh, she is the pups. This is Maya. She's the, the mama dog. Uh, and uh, these are both her daughters. Uh, I bred her. These are British Laps. Maya's a little over four years old. Uh, and uh, the girls are just a little over a year old. And uh, this is Moxie. This is Maya. Her, her proper name is Duck Hill Maya of Monroe. It's kind of a fancy name. But we just call her Maya. And this one over here, I don't know. If somebody wants her, I'll give her to them tonight. I mean, she's, no, she's my lover. And uh, her name's Memphis. And that's, and it's so sweet. She just rolls with it. You know what I mean? Just, just, just whatever. Uh, you can tell by a dog's tail, oftentimes what they're thinking and what they're doing. You'll watch my old one at night. She's very timid. She will be, she was trained to be in the duck blind, to be in a swamp, to be on a rice field or something like that. And she would much, much rather be there tonight than on the church platform. The other two don't know any better. All right. They're like, whatever. Just take me with you when you take mama. But this is Memphis and Maya and Moxie. And I'll use them a little bit uh, in, in doing this. But before we get started, let's have a word of prayer and ask the Lord just to bless us. Right down. Maya, down. Down. Okay. She said, we've already prayed. <laughs> let's pray. Well, God, we come to you tonight. And Lord, we ask you if you would just to help us. Lord, I know we're using dogs as illustration. But, Lord, I pray that you'll speak through your word tonight and, Lord, through the illustrations tonight. Lord, may we see how we ought to be with you. And, uh, Lord, if there's someone here tonight that doesn't know you as their Savior, Lord, may, may they understand the gospel tonight as it's presented as well. I pray that you to bless our evening, bless this church, and, uh, Lord, the pastor, the leadership, continue, God, to, to grow them and grow this community. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All righty. So I'm going to share with you three words tonight, and, and I'm, I'm trying to adapt a little bit, you know, depending on the, the congregation that I have a little bit. But um, I want to teach you three things about us and our relationship with God. And the, and the first thing that we must understand is we must learn this idea of obedience, right? We must learn to obey God. I'll I have the kids help me on this aspect of it, uh, and we'll just use you to guide. Can y'all help me preach tonight? Is that all right with the kids? Okay, all right. So, you guys, the first thing we need to learn is we must learn to obey God, all right? What's the first thing? We must learn to what? Obey God. Obey God. That's exactly uh, what we must do. Now, um, 
I want to use, who, you want me to use the yellow dog first? Sure. Sure, okay, all right. Let's see if we can use her. Memphis, heel please. Memphis, heel. Memphis, Memphis, heel. Oh, goodness gracious, all right. Memphis, heel. Come on. Go ahead, heel. Go ahead. All right. So one of the things that I have to learn to teach the dogs is to obey me, to pay attention to what I'm doing, to listen to me. Uh, and when I tell them to sit, they are to sit. I don't use the word stay because sit means sit. And, uh, you know, if I'm telling them to sit and I'm telling them to stay, there's a whole lot of commands going on. And, and they have to learn how to sit and stay there until I release them. I, uh, this is not something that you, that's easy to teach. Obviously, it takes a little bit of time. And I have to establish this authority in their life. I remember one time I was working with Maya and uh, she, we were out in the yard and uh, we were working on, on obedience drills and, and uh, she was doing something right and I told her to sit. And uh, I said, you just sit right there. And I went inside. I was going to make her sit there for a few minutes. I forgot about her. <laughs> I got on the phone, answering some emails, answering some texts. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my word, I left my dog outside. I walked to the front door and looked at it. She was sitting in the same spot like 25 minutes later and hadn't moved. But, you know, I couldn't leave these little girls like that for that long. They would eventually get up and wander off. But we have to learn at some point to listen. I'm their master and they're to listen uh, to me. And they are to, to, to sit there until I release them, all right? Now, we ought to be the same thing as well with God. When God places us somewhere, we need to learn to sit right there until he moves us, Amen. What does Scripture say in Psalm 46.10? Be still and know that I am God, right? And it's a great illustration of how that obedience must come in our lives. So when God says, look, I need you right here and, and don't move. I, I know you don't understand it. I, don't, I know you don't know why you're here. But you need to sit right here until I release you. But you know, you're like some of these pups sometimes. And I'm the same way. God will place me right here for a while and I'll start creeping a little bit. I'll start creeping. Every now and then with these little girls, I, I'll sit them and I'll walk over and I'll be doing something and I turn around and they're still sitting, but they're right behind me. They're like scooted over, you know, but they're still sitting, pushing the envelope. And we do that with God. We need to learn to stay put when he tells us to, all right? Uh, now, there are times where I have to teach them and use distractions so to try to teach them to stay there, all right? So uh, they won't break. Let me see if I can't get her to do that. Memphis, come on, come on, here we go. Heel, Memphis, Memphis, heel. Thank you. So what we do is I use uh, bumpers. These are bumpers. By the way, I'll be throwing some of these and, and uh, doing some different things. If it lands in your lap, get rid of it, okay? Because they will... They will come get it, all right? And kids, if they run by you, don't reach out to grab the dogs, okay? Because they'll be coming, most of them, except for the more in the middle, be coming pretty fast to go after it. So I have to learn how to teach, uh, teach them how to, to not break, all right? Breaking is when they get up and leave. So, good girl. She's like, are you going to hit me with that? And not, I'm not going to be able to get it? It's, Whoa. Give her a round of applause. Good job. You see, that's not, there was a time in their life where that wasn't possible. As soon as I threw it to them, they would be breaking and going after it. But, but, I, but I used distractions to teach them how to be obedient. Because listen, if I'm in a duck blind, if I'm hunting and guns are going off and birds are flying and guys are standing around shooting shotguns, if they're breaking up, they're jumping up, they're taking off, they're going to get shot. 
Every year dogs are killed in a duck blind because they, they, they don't have the obedience and the steadiness to stay there. And so we have to do that. And listen, guys, Memphis, sit, please. These bumpers are like our enemies. The world, the flesh, and the devil. The world's constantly throwing things at us, trying to distract us, trying to get us to break. You don't have enough likes. You don't have enough friends. You don't have enough hits. You need to do this. You need to dress like this. You need to do whatever it takes to get you more likes and more hits, more views. The flesh, man, flesh is always wanting us to be angry, cynical, bitter. The flesh is wanting us to be jealous. The flesh is wanting us to assume all sorts of things. The flesh is wanting us to blame everybody on everything. And, of course, the devil is always trying to deceive us. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, right? They're always throwing things at us, trying to get us uh, to break. Let me see if she'll help me again. So she was watching me just now. And she knows if I'm watching her and she breaks, she's going to get in trouble. But what happens if my back's to her? Did she go get it? How about that time? And this one might hit her. Let's see how this one goes. No? Give her a round of applause. Let me ask you a question, boys and girls. What do you do when your mom and dad's back is turned? Do you do the right thing? Are you obeying? Mm, one little girl's going, yeah. <laughs> Just like my dogs, sweetheart. Just like my dogs. Thank you, my, thank you Memphis. All right. And so that's what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we're listening to him, that we're being obedient to him. Uh, the Bible says, by the way, adults, it's not just kids. Sometimes we don't, sometimes we get this idea that God's not really paying attention to us right now. Proverbs 15, 3 says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good, right? So he's always watching us, even when we don't sometimes think that he necessarily is. Uh, as a matter of fact, he wants us right by his side. He wants us to yield to his authority and to his leadership in his life. He wants to guide us. He wants to lead us, and he wants us close to us. I want to see if these pups will do the same thing here. Let me use another illustration right here. We'll see how this works. Um, th- when I walk my dogs, uh, it's called healing, all right? I want them to be at my heel, uh, all the, the black girls there on my left and all the yellow girls are on my right, all right? And that's how I keep them up and how they walk. And so when I'm walking, I don't want them to get too far of me, ahead of me. I don't want them to get <laughs> behind me. I saw you, Brother Trent. I don't want them to get behind me. If I go left, I want them to go left. If I go right, I want them to go right. If I stop, I want them to stop, all right? That's, that's called healing. So let me see if the girls will help me on that. Moxie, heel. Good, heel. Memphis, Memphis, heel. Memphis, come on. God, God. All right, girl, let's see how this works. Ready? Heel. Memphis, Memphis, heel. (laughs) Memphis, heel, Memphis. Okay, let's start all over. Moxie, heel. Memphis, heel. I'm going to do a comedy act, I think, too, with these dogs. I'm not sure. Okay, girls. Heel. Heel. God. God. Moxie. 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 Heel. Heel. God. Heel. God. God. Memphis. God. Notice that when I stop there to stop and sit, heel. And it's something that, again, that we're learning. 
And oftentimes you don't really heal two dogs at one time, but something that we're learning, heal. See how they're not getting out ahead of me? They're not lagging behind. When I stop, most of the time, they stop and sit. Girls, heal. Good job. Can you give them a round of applause? <laughs> Memphis, place. Place. Memphis, place. Memphis, place. Good girl. You know, and that's the way Christ wants us to be. He wants us to be close to him. I want the girls close enough where they can feel my legs. Sometimes we're walking in the dark, we're walking at night, we're walking in the water, we're walking in the swamp. And, and, and they just need to sense where I'm at. And this presents a biblical principle to us as well. As Christians, the Holy Spirit of God lives within us. Amen? He guides us. He directs us. He determines how fast to go. He determines when we slow down, uh, when to change directions. The Bible teaches in Proverbs 4, Ponder the path of thy feet. Let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, right, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. So it's a great illustration of how we're to heal with our master. Go wherever he takes us, right by his side. Left, right, stop, sit, and wait on him. And it's our job to stay close enough to the Lord so we can feel his presence as well. So we don't get ahead of him or fall out with him. And uh, we do work on the whistles. Uh, have a couple of whistles. Sometimes uh, I need the, the girls to be able to... Uh, to stop, maybe I can't yell at them. Perhaps we're in, uh, in, a, in a big field with a lot of brush, or maybe they're running through the water, and uh, they won't hear me yelling at them, but they'll hear a whistle, and uh, that's their command to stop, and I use that to direct them uh, as well. You see, not only are they supposed to watch me, they're supposed to listen to me. They're supposed to listen to what I tell them to do. Almost every time we go hunting, it's before dark. And we're setting up decoys or we're doing whatever. And they need to be able to listen to me and pay attention to what I'm going on. Because, number one, we must learn to what? Obey God, right? So obedience is a key, is a key in our relationship with the Lord. Now, sometimes in our earthly minds, we can't sense the Lord's presence. And it's hard to do that. Sometimes we want to get ahead of him. We want to rush and do our own thing. Let me see if I can work with... Uh, Moxie, what are you doing over there? Are huh? you taking a bath? Okay. Sit. Sit, please. Moxie. Good. You kick that out just a little bit right there so it won't knock that coffee over there. That's perfect. Moxie, get back. Good. Good girl. Good place. Good girl. Thank you. A round of applause. All right. <laughs> I better give Memphis one says she'll do it. I don't know. You want to do this or not? Huh? You, you're cool? You're, you're, okay, you do want to. All right, let's try it. Oh, there we go. All right. Memphis. Get back. Good for you. Good. Good. Good girl, place, please. Give her a round of applause. <laughs> All right. She's sliding around a little bit right there. You see, I, the, I, I, I say their names because I don't want them to get confused. If I just threw it out there and said, back, 
you know, which is the command to go get it or fetch it up or whatever, if it's close, all three of them will go, right? And so I have to give them a name uh, and then give them a command so they will follow their command. I use, um, Maya has a little football jersey that we had made for her and uh, for our local high school football team, she is our tee retriever. So when we kick off, uh, she runs, gets the tee and brings it back and the cheerleaders love it and the, the, the other teams love it. And I'm teaching the girls how to do that. But sometimes she'll be all the way on the other end of the football field and I'll be on this end and we're kicking off there. She'll be on her place and I'll whistle and get her here. And so right now what I'm teaching them is to, to learn hand signals uh, as far as coming to me because they need to know who they are. Now, I don't know. We did not practice this. Um, but if you're willing to give it a shot, I will give it a shot here. We'll see if I can use their signals. I don't know. Uh, Memphis, heel. Memphis, heel, please. Memphis, heel. Memphis, heel. Come on, let's go. Good heavens. Memphis, heel. Memphis, heel. Come on, Moxie. Come on, Moxie. Moxie, heel. Sit. Good. Sit. 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 Thank you. All right. All right. Maya, come here. Sit, please. Maya. All right. Hmm, this is, I'm not sure how this is going to work. But I'm amongst friends, right? All right, very good. So notice their come whistle is three tweets. You heard me do that when they picked up a bumper and they came to me, right? So I can't do that or all three of them will come. So I, I'm trying to get them to understand their hand signals and, and, of course, their names. So I will blow my whistle. I will give them a sign. And then give them a, a, the come tweet, and we'll see if we can do that. Maya. Yep. Sit, Moxie. Maya. Sit, Moxie. Oh, there is Maya. <laughs> Maya. 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 Good, Maya. I'm sorry. Heel. Sit. Sit. I don't feel bad to do the same thing with my kids, you know. I call, call uh, All right, so that was Maya's signal. Um, the little uh, yellow one, hers is a top wave because alphabetically it's M-E. And then I have a bottom wave for Moxie because M-O-X, all right. So. Oh, good girl, heel. Good girl, see it? And you. You may not come anyway. You know you're the only one, so you got to come, right? Good girl. All right. Good job. Here, good round of applause. All right. Thank you. Place. Place. Good girl. Place. Uh, no, that's your mama's. Place. Place. Let's go. Place. Yeah. Always a wise guy. All right. So. That's why I use their names, because I want them to know I'm talking to them, right? And uh, their reward for listening to me is to go and get something. They love to retrieve, that they live for, to retrieve, especially the one here in the middle. And uh, that's what we train for. So here's what I want you to do is, uh, by the way, anybody can do this stuff. Anybody can train dogs. 
I'm going to show you how easy it is. Carson, wait, Carson, come here for a second. He helped me earlier today. Good job. You doing all right tonight? All right. Do you know what this means? That's my stop whistle. Okay. Do you know what this one is? Come to me. That's exactly right. If I were to send you that way, what does that mean? You go that way. If I go that way, you go. If I hold my hand up, you do what? Back. Right? Wait, let's see if that works. All right, stand right here. Heel. Good. I didn't tell you. You're acting like her. Stand there. Good. You need a bumper, don't you? Get out. Good. Get out. Good. Give him a round of applause. Come on. Good. All right. There you go. Open up. There we go. You don't want a treat? Is this beef jerky? Is this beef jerky? Come on. You don't trust me? Beef? Do y'all eat beef jerky at your house? Go ahead, it's beef jerky. Go ahead. All right, you have a seat. Good job. All right, give him a round of applause. It's not beef jerky, all right? So anybody, anybody can do that, all right? It works with husbands as well. You know, I've had a lot of... I've had many people ask me if I could teach their husband to do those things, but uh, that doesn't always work. So, you know, uh, let, me, let me show you this as well. I'm talking about obedience still, all right? I need you to, I need, I need to do something. Uh, y'all, who, what's the dog's name in the middle? Okay. What I need you to do, would you kick it in the middle, sir? What I need y'all to do is, I, when I tell you to three, I want you to tell her to go get it, all right? Call her name, fetch, go get it, back, go pick it up, You whatever you want to tell her to do, all right? You call her and tell her to do it. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. <laughs> y'all aren't very good dog trainers. <laughs> Louder, ready, go. One, two, three. <laughs> hmm, okay. All right, Maya. Maya, heel. Maya, heel. Sit. I'm going to give you one more chance. Sit, please. I'm going to give you one more chance. Y'all go ahead. Do it again. Go. Okay. All right. Maya. Get back. Good. Fetch it up. Let's go. Fetch it up. Fetch it up. Good. Good. Now, let me ask you a question. Why didn't she go get it when y'all were calling her name? Because you weren't her master. You know, there's a verse in the scripture that talks about that. The Bible says, my sheep, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, right? And I know them. And they follow me, he says. You see, you're not her master. My dad, I appreciate my dad coming out. This is actually the first time that he's came on one of my presentations. So I'm honored to have him. And, and my wife, I appreciate her coming. And my dad was telling me when I brought him in, he was wanting Maya to carry the leash for him, you know, like she does for me. He came and he's like, she will not do that for me. What in the world? 
And uh, I said, because you're not her master, right? And it's a great principle that we must follow the words of Jesus Christ. He's our, he's our, he's our master and we are to obey him and not uh, all the other voices in the world that are telling us to do the things that the world is trying to tell us to do. All right, so the first thing is, is, is this the idea of obedience. We must learn to obey God. Here's the second thing, all right? Second thing is talking all about trust. We must learn to trust God. Young people, can you say that? We must learn to trust God. What was the first one? We must learn to what? Obey Him. Second one is we must learn to trust Him. Now, um, you saw me throw a bumper uh, to, to the dogs. And for sake of time, I'm, I'm going to kind of hurry this up. Um, when they see it, when they see it, they can go get it. That's easy stuff, all right? But there are often times where they don't see it. Uh, and they don't know where the bumper landed or they don't know where the duck flew or someone shot and they're looking at this duck and someone shot one over here and it comes over here. And so we have to work on what we call blind retrieves, all right? And uh, for a second time, I won't, I won't do that tonight. I didn't set one out and don't have a whole lot of room. Uh, but I will send her, the, little, the girls are learning this, I will send her and I will send her, uh, stop her and, and I'll direct her and send her uh, to go get what I can see because a lot of times she's at water's level and she can't see it. But I have a higher vantage point. I can see what's going on. I can see sometimes the danger. I can see uh, what's over the horizon a bit, a whole lot more than she did. And uh, it's not easy. It's easy to go get them to get something they see. It takes a long time for them to go and get something they haven't seen and to trust me that it's out there. And for a long time, I had to work with her to be able to teach her, listen, you trust me, I promise you there's something out there for you. Just follow my lead. And so I send them on a blind retreat. He says, sometimes God has things for us. And we can't, we don't know why he's sending us where he's sending us. We're like, God, I don't know why you got me going down this road. This is a dead end. God, I don't know why you have me here at this time of my life. I don't know why I'm going through this. He's like, trust me on this one. You, you be obedient and trust me. I promise you it'll be worth it. If you will continue to follow my lead. You see, we must have faith in God. That's why it's called trust. The scriptures tell us, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, right? Lean not until your own understanding. Them girls are like, I don't know why you got me out here. I, there's nothing out here. The scripture goes on to say, in all thy ways acknowledge him. And what? He shall direct thy paths, right? You saw me directing Carson, right? And I'll do the same thing with the dogs. I'll stop and I'll whistle them and I'll direct their path. I'll send them back. I'll come to, I'll move them to the right. That's exactly the way it ought to be when it comes to our relationship with God. And even when we can't see where he's sending us, we need to learn to trust him. And just like Maya doesn't see me when she goes get those bumpers, she trusts me to do that. Uh, in John three sixteen, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever what? Believeth in him, trust in him, should not perish with everlasting life. So we talked about obedience. We've talked about trust. There's a third thing that we must learn to do when it comes to our relationship with God. We must learn to love him. Say it with me, guys. We must learn to Love him, right? Let me ask you a question. How many of y'all think these dogs love me? Yep. Do you? Why do you think they love me? Because I'm their master, yeah. You have the beef I have the beef jerky. That's right, I got the meats, right? I feed them. I give them a bed to sleep in, right? Why else do you think they love me? Here's the real answer. They love me because I 
first love them. You see, I remember when I was looking for a dog, I was wanting a duck dog, and I had found her. I got her out of just east of Memphis, Tennessee, and I saw the, the breeder. She's a British lab, full-blooded British labs, all of them are, and, and uh, I, I saw her, her mom, and I saw her dad, and I said, I want a pup out of that. I want a black female puppy out of, out of, that, out of that litter right there. And uh, I remember going out there, took my youngest son, and we went out there, and we picked her up. We fell in love with her way before she ever fell in love with us. Just a little puppy, we picked her up. And you see, I had great things in store for her. I was going to train her to be my duck dog. This was before the ministry ever started. I had great things in store for her. I wanted to train her. These girls over here that are asleep right now, for whatever reason, they had a long day already. They were born on my back porch. We had her bred with another male out of uh, North Carolina. And, and well, we were wanting a yellow. We had the black, and so we were wanting a little yellow. And, and uh, I remember the first one started coming out. We're all excited. All my kids were all around. We're watching it, and she had no privacy whatsoever. But all of a sudden, we see this little dog coming out, and we're like, oh, it's black, it's black, you know. And, and out comes Moxie, and we had some other pups. And I remember we were waiting on that yellow. We're waiting a few hours later, and all of a sudden, oh, she's having another job. No, everybody running in there. And all of a sudden, we saw this little yellow hair coming out. We were jumping up, high-fiving. And everything. We were so excited. You see, we loved these dogs before they ever knew who we were. I had great plans for them. I had them specifically for this ministry. Because I knew Maya's going to get old. I know she's going she's gonna, to, I'm going to retire her at some point, And these other ones are going to carry on the ministry. We'll have more pups in another year or so. And I'll be training more to carry the ministry on. See, I have great plans for them. You know, Christ loved us before we ever loved him. Amen? The Bible tells us that in Scripture. We love him because he first loved us. He loved us before we ever learned to love him. Just like I love these dogs before they ever learn how to love me. And by the way, he's got great plans for us. Amen? The Scripture tells us that we are for his workmanship, creating in Christ Jesus and the good works. He had great plans. Just like I have plans for these girls, he has plans for you, sir, and for you, ma'am, and you, young person. But not only did I love these pups before they knew me, not only did I have, a great, have great plans for them, I sacrificed for them. I, I've never spent the kind of money that I spent on her when I first got her for a dog. I thought that was crazy. People just, that was crazy people stuff, all right? But my goodness, what, what, what pleasure she's brought in the, in the field and, and what ministry she's brought in the ministry aspect of it. Uh, it, it. It costs a lot of money. I've got... Uh, send me as a 501c3 nonprofit, and and uh, it's just funded by people and 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 friends and and uh, and so it's uh, it's something. But I have insurance for them, I have insurance for my board directors, I, uh, vet bills, the whole works. Right? They're eating me out of house and home right now. That's why I was trying to sell a t-shirt or two to buy some dog food uh, because I, I sacrificed for them, but nothing like he did for me. Nothing like he sacrificed for us by laying his life down on the cross for our sins. The Bible says, but God commended his love towards us. And while we're yet sinners, he died for us. Amen. What a sacrifice. He purchased us with his own blood, the Bible tells us. I want to close with one illustration here and kind of illustrate uh, what Christ has for us in a small way, the kind of love that he has for us. Um, We also um, work with the dogs and these are little uh, dog treats 
You want to taste that and see how it tastes? Oh, my goodness. Country girl right there, all right? She just licked that thing just to please you, please, all right? There's one in every crowd, though, I promise you that, all right? Or two, sometimes. And uh, so these are little little, little dog treats, these are little bones, and uh, the girls love these. They would chew on these. It won't take them long to work on this. Uh, Maya. Maya, here. Maya, here. Come on. Go ahead. Maya, here. So these are treats, and uh, you know these, these are these are kind of like I could say these are temptations. There's nothing wrong with these, but there are temptations in her life. But but not always are things in our life bad things. You know, hunting is not a bad thing, right? Do it in, in you know in, in moderation. There's a lot of things that that we have that's not a bad thing for us to do. It's not always the most expedient thing or the most prudent thing to do. And while Maya uh, has these treats right here, now the girls they wouldn't. How long do you think that she would stay here without eating these treats? Oh. A, a pretty good long time, all right, because she's going to be obedient. These over here. If they're not sleeping, they're going to be eating these things, all right? And uh, I don't know why they're so sleepy tonight, but they are. Uh, but Maya would much rather go and get something, and particularly a duck, you know, a, a quail or, or a dove. That would be, that's right up her alley. These bumpers, things like that, yeah, she's like, whatever, give me the real stuff, all right? Uh, and she would much rather go retrieve something than get a treat. When the pups are young, you have those little clickers out there. And I use those when the pups are young to, to help them learn how to be obedient, how to trust me, and, and things like that. And their reward is a treat. They love treats. They love the little beef jerkies that Carson doesn't like. And, uh, but they're learning now that they would rather retrieve than to get a treat. And that's the point that my that's why she doesn't care really think about these right here. She knows that if she obeys me, she trusts me, and because of my love for her, I have something better for her than these little treats. And we'll see if this is going to work. Maya, I've got something better for you for the treats. Maya, get back. Maya, get back. Let's go. Get back. Fetch it up. Maya. Uh, Maya. Maya. Fetch it up. Let's go. Get back. Good. Get back. Get back. Good. Good. Let's go. Fetch it up. Fetch it up. Good. Maya, get back. Maya, get back. Get back. Let's go. Fetch it up. All right. I'm sorry. Maya, heel. Heel. Maya, get back. Let's go. Fetch it up. Fetch it up. Good. Fetch it up. Let's go. Fetch it up. Fetch it up. Go on. Come on, Maya. Fetch it up. Hey, leave it. See, the duck, normally she loves to go get. But I've got something better than the duck for her. So sometimes God gives us something and we can go for it, but he's always got something better for us if we'll listen to him. When you came in, you saw the cross, right? When we keep our eyes on the cross, we've got something better for us. God always has something better for us if we keep our eyes on the cross. Maya, get out. 
Jessica, pitch it up. Good girl, good girl. Give her a round of applause. Say, sit, please. When we keep our eyes on the cross, we've got something we can chew on for all eternity. Amen. It's not the little things that God has for us. They're okay. It's not even sometimes he sends us on a, on a nice adventure. But when we keep our eyes on the cross, that's where it makes the difference. You know, guys, adults, moms and dads and, and kids and teenagers, you know, God has something better for us than an old duck when we keep our eyes on the cross. You see, when she hoped, placed her hope to me, her trust in me, although she didn't do it really well there, Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. When we don't go for the cookies of temptation in our life, when we don't even go for the fun fake ducks, we go for the cross, we go for Jesus, we've got something that will last forever. Maybe you've never been saved. Let me ask you if you would bow your heads and close your eyes tonight. You guys have been a great audience. Maybe you've never been saved. Maybe you don't even know what that means, but you'd like to know more. Most important decision that person can make is knowing where they will spend eternity after they die. We're all going to die at some point. That's kind of, of a given. And I can help you tonight, or one of, the, the, one of the, the workers here can do that. See, no one is perfect. We're all sinners. There's not a single person in here tonight that's, that's perfect. Just like these dogs, none of them did perfect tonight. We're all sinners. There's a penalty for that sin as well. And that, sin, that, that penalty is eternity apart from Jesus Christ. And someone had to pay the price for our sin. And Jesus did that by dying on the cross. I was in Israel just a couple of weeks ago and I, I went to a couple of the places where they said that this is where Jesus was stripped and beaten and hung on a tree for us. It was surreal to see. And it was a choice that's personal. See, every one of us has to make that choice. And there's no grandchildren in the kingdom of God. We're only children. No one can go to heaven because mom and dad is or because a grandparent is. That's an individual choice that we've got to make. Now I realize tonight we had some fun. We talked a little bit about, we worked with the dolls. We talked about that obedience. We talked about the trust that we must have with our Savior. We talked about the love that's necessary in that relationship. Let's, let's, let's forget the dogs for a moment and let's talk about you. Let's talk about your relationship. Where are you at right now? Are you being obedient? Young person, are you, are you, are you yanking on the leash? Or is God trying to get you to go one way and you're fighting him right now? Maybe, maybe you're having a hard time trusting in him. You just can't see why he has you where you're at right now. Maybe, maybe you're wondering, how come you haven't advanced farther than you are? Why am I still sitting here? Why am I still spinning my wheels? Why haven't I had more success in my life? Whatever the case may be. Learn to trust him. He has a different vantage point. He can see down the road places that we can't see. And just learn to love him. Maybe tonight you need to fall back in love with the Savior. I know so many times I catch myself. I'm trying to do my own thing and I get caught up on my own agenda. Sometimes I just need to get apart. It's like, God, I just need to get with you tonight. I, need to, I just need to love on you. I need you to love on me. Maybe that's where you're at tonight. Maybe an illustration of a dog can help you see how important the relationship with our master ought to be.